something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Happy post-turkey weekend. You know, somebody yelled at me for saying turkey day. Why? Hey, Eddie. <laughs> Wait, why, why? Because you just, you're supposed to say Thanksgiving? Apparently, it takes away from the name. I'm like, oh, it's turkey day. Mm. It's all the same to me. Okay. Yeah, we, we people, get sad about people, a lot of things. People like to yell about everything. <laughs> Well, it is post-turkey day, and Eddie is joining me. Eddie, how you feeling? Good. What's up, everyone? You stuffed like a turkey. Oh, yeah. Every year I get stuffed like a turkey. Yeah, it's like leftovers. Mm-hmm. We're on like day two of leftovers right now. And I think my kids turned on me this year. Why do you think they turned on you? Because I'm, a, I, I, you know, producer Eddie's smoking hot chicken, and I told the boys, I'm like, hey, should I smoke a turkey this year? And they're like, eh. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, let's smoke a turkey. You like my chicken? And they're like, yeah, let's just fry it like we always do. Oh, okay. So, wait, we're, we got to dive into this. Okay. We're doing we're doing best bits a little bit differently, where I basically just list the bits, and then we just dive in and talk for a little bit. Okay. Okay. So this week we got number seven. We had a lottery winner called in who won big time. So cool. We got uh, a Todd Chrisley update. Lunchbox is trying to send him a letter, see if he can go visit. Lunchbox gave us the latest. It was Dirks Bentley's birthday, so everybody shared a really great memory with Dirks. We talked about some catfishing, like if you post old photos on a dating app, is it catfishing? Right. Fun conversation. We picked our Christmas theme for our annual gift exchange. We had the front men come in who did a medley of their hits, perform some new music. And Lunchbox got, well, he attempt to have good karma for lottery tickets. That's kind of a whole yeah. situation. He just doesn't get it. Yeah, but, you know, he tried. Doesn't understand how it works. <laughs> I don't think he understands karma, <laughs> right. period. Okay, so let's talk Thanksgiving. So the boys, you don't, you think they turn on you? Yeah, because... No Smoke meat? Well, no, no, no. I mean, I do smoke a lot of meat. And I think maybe they're just tired of it. And they do look forward to me frying a turkey because I deep fry a turkey every year. That's what I've done forever. Problem is, the oil for fried turkey is very expensive. It's peanut oil. It's not like your regular Crisco. It's peanut oil, which is what uh, Chick-fil-A uses for their stuffs, which makes it really taste different. It's high-quality oil, basically. I didn't realize there was peanut oil. Yeah, it's high quality oil. It's really good, but it is like fifty, sixty dollars. What? Just for, for the, peanut oil? Just for the oil? Can't you just make your own peanut oil? And, and how am I going to do that? You Morgan? just get peanuts and you just throw them and, in and like I the oil blender. Them? You throw them in the blender, isn't that I how they make I think that's peanut them? butter. <laughs> oh shoot! How do you make oil <laughs> I think out of you peanuts? You have to compress them or something and literally oil the peanut. I don't know. I've, uh, I have no idea. Okay. But the jug is. You know, it's it's a five gallon jug. Okay, so it's a lot. So it's five gallons of peanut oil. They don't have that at Costco big. for like twenty bucks. It's yeah, they have it at Costco, but it's like fifty dollars. Oh, okay, dang. And so I'm, I was trying to like save a little money and be like, hey, how about we smoke it this year? And they no, they didn't go for it. So to, you so you deep fried the turkey this year? Yes, and to be fair, the deep fried turkey is really good. Do you think it's better than your smoked chicken? It's different. It's different. No, you have to choose one. Is it better or worse than your smoked chicken? It's different. Eddie. Okay, it's like, um, let me see if I have a good example for you. Uh, it's like, uh, what's your favorite drink? 
that's hard. I like a high noon. I love a high okay, noon. Okay, a high noon versus what's your other? What's your second favorite drink? Like a vodka and Sprite, maybe. Uh, okay, like. I mean, but I'd choose high noon. Like what? I would choose between the two. High noon and a vodka. Okay, what about high noon and uh, a white claw? <laughs> Definitely high noon. Well, because it's Come real on. vodka. Yeah, That's real you, you got to choose one. I mean, I'll go with the smoked turkey, but I mean, the fried turkey tastes like fried chicken. Okay. And a smoked turkey tastes like smoked chicken. It's different flavors. All right. And you wouldn't know, Morgan, because you're a vegetarian. I know. Well, that's why I'm asking you to like, give me a, <laughs> some faces here, and you're like, oh, I don't know. When's the last time you ate a chicken? Well, I mean, I, I Five, went vegetarian six? when I was eight. Okay. But I've had my dad's, the only chicken I would try was my dad's that he'd make on the grill, yeah. but I would like douse it in honey mustard, and it'd be like the size of like a pea. Is how much I would eat. That's bizarre. Because um, I, I like it was just enough to try and get protein in me is really what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But maybe when I was ten or twelve was like the last time. Yeah. Okay. It's just that you'll. It's hard. It's uh, that'll be hard for you to remember. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just different. There are different flavors for how you okay. cook things. Well, why don't you do any uh, smoked chicken for people for Thanksgiving? Like your business. Why don't you push smoked it? Smoked turkeys. Or smoked turkeys. Yeah. yeah. I, well, like instead of smoked chicken, doing smoked turkeys. I think definitely that's that's on the future. That's that's on the horizon. Okay, but why didn't you do it this year? Because it's a lot. I mean, okay, you guys. You all don't realize. Don't the, don't put me all. I'm just I'm just asking questions. The process of making chick smoking chicken the way I smoke chicken yeah. is a long process. Let me break it down for you. I have to brine the chicken for 24 hours. Do you know what brine means? No. Okay, so you get into the nitty gritty here about yeah, smoking a chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's <laughs> it's worth it. It's great. And that's why when Amy on the show says. Uh, rotisserie, I get so upset because rotisserie chicken, you literally put ro- you put the chicken on a stick and it rolls, it spins in an oven. Okay. That's rotisserie chicken. Okay. Okay. Now let me tell you what I do with smoked chicken. Okay. I get the chicken and I make a brine, which the brine has like spices in it, lemon juice, honey, and all this stuff. And you boil it in a pot, a big pot. Yeah. And then the chicken sits in that for 24 hours. So the chicken soaks in all of that, all of those flavors, just like delicious flavors before you even cook it. So it's already in the chicken and then it sits in the smoker for five hours, which literally it's low heat. It's 220 degrees, low heat, um, smoke. It's basically a pit that just fills up with smoke. So that smoke is going inside the chicken with all of that flavor that you brined it with. Okay. So your smoker, could you put more than one turkey in there? Probably two max because turkeys are big. Yeah. I can probably put eight chickens in there and two turkeys. Like that's how that's separately. A, separately, separately. Okay. Well, also, if you could put eight chickens in there, you've been, you've really been missing out on your business at this point, Eddie. You're, it, you're doing like one at a time. No, no, no. I do about three. I do about three okay. because I don't get a lot of orders. And the reason well, because I, you're not pushing it. The very reason hard. I don't get a lot of orders is because I, I can't like I can't do that much because I don't have a refrigerator. So I need it's my own refrigerator to brine because that that chicken sits in the brine in a refrigerator. Let me ask you this. Do you see yourself genuinely investing more into the smoke chicken? Yeah, business? but but here's the thing. No, I, I mean genuinely, Eddie. Genuinely, one hundred percent. And I'm trying to get a friend of mine involved because I can't do it. Like, I don't have the time of day. Like, there aren't enough hours in the day for me to, like, go buy the chickens, <laughs> bake, make the brine. So you want somebody to do everything else and it's basically your idea? Yeah, so I basically want to start a business and hire people to do it because I, I don't, like, physically, I don't think I can physically just make, like, 10 chickens a, a week. Would you do more than chicken? Like, if you go into a business, though, it, it, it becomes much bigger than what you're doing right now. It would start with chicken, and then we can do seasonal turkey, you know, for, like, mm-hmm. uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. We can do okay. that. And then you can smoke other things. Like, once we get in the smoking business, you can smoke cheese. You can yeah, literally smoke anything. And if, once we get into that, and if we can get the whole shipping thing down, like, it'd be amazing. I mean, I but, feel like this is like a barbecue storefront. Totally. But I think the store idea like the brick and mortar would be really hard so you're just more talking somebody else to do like an online business kind of correct. situation correct and figure okay. out how we can ship and make it affordable because once you ship meat with dry ice and all that stuff and guarantee that it gets there in two days like without it like rotting like mm-hmm. is is a big deal yeah it is so we want to make sure that everything is right before we can move forward with all that stuff but yes i'm telling you i am so into it my wife's not that into it but i am so into it <laughs> Okay, well, we'll, yes. we'll see how this transpires over the course of the next year how or two. How cool would that be? It'd be really cool. But, like, I, 
You know, Eddie, I love you, but I don't have a lot of hope. <laughs> I've, I've, Why? Why? Because I just don't, I don't see you really running and, and going full speed with this Why? business. Because I just, I just Because I don't have time. Well, yes, you don't have. I don't I, have time. I mean, that's one thing. I literally but don't have time in the day to do it. you make time for the things that you really want to do. I don't. I don't. I don't really want to take my kids to practice. I really don't. But I have to. <laughs> Like, I really don't want to take my four kids to four different practices. You're right. But, but I have to. This is something you really want to do. I don't do. want to. Uh, want to make chicken? I don't want to edit, you know, three, four different videos yeah. a day on stuff that we did. Okay, those but are survival things. To. But I'm talking about, like, this is something you really want to do. Like, on the weekends, instead of sitting around and watching football, you could do this. Morgan, do you know what I do every hey, weekend? I'm just helping you out. No, you're not helping me out. This is what Bobby, this is why he makes me so mad when he talks about that on the show. Like, and Lunchbox, he's so busy. I don't have time to, the last time I smoked chicken on the weekend, what I had to do was I had to wake up at six in the morning, okay, get the chickens, put them in the smoker, and I had to get my first kid to his game at eight in the morning, and then I stressed out because I had to be back home to get to exchange, hey, take the oh those chickens out and put more chickens Eddie, in. You're the one who started this business. Why are you getting mad at me? I'm not. I'm just telling you that you guys are like, I don't hey, have hope. I have no, I I I'm, have to hire someone <laughs> to help me do I this. I know, but I also don't know that I see you like taking that initiative to hire someone and making this whole You're crazy. Happen. You're crazy. Like I, I think it'd be amazing because I, I love doing it. I think it'd be amazing, it. but I just don't know that I, I see it transpiring. Okay. What you're telling I me is you don't believe in me. I believe that you totally could do it, but your track record, I don't What's know. My, what have I done? What have I said I'm going to do that I didn't do? Uh, a lot of things on the show. Go ahead. Uh, Business-wise. Business-wise. Okay, wise. I don't know about business. I, we don't. We just work here. But this is a business venture. This but is what I'm telling you guys. On the show that you've, you've backed out of beds. You've not done uh, Shave my head? Yes, Morgan. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dad of four. I, I'm a husband. I'm just out. I'm, if I'm, I were single, I'd shave my head. I'm being the advocate here for you now, okay? No, you're not. I you're am. making me mad because, <laughs> because I hey, literally work. You know what, Eddie? Work. I believe in you. And my I My job you work. as a dad of four is to make money so I can feed my kids. You're right. And if there's anything I can chicken. do to make money, I'm going to do it. I know you are. I believe <sighs> you. I do believe in you. Like as a person, I believe in you. But I'm just going off a of track record here. What's the track record? I just I, whatever I've seen you at the show do. What does that mean? Like when, when you backed out of things. Bits. Yeah, but uh, listen, it's it's still a commitment. Like what? I I could I would have to go back and do my research. Do your fully, research. I, I'm I gonna got, sit right here. To <laughs> you know what? Hey guys, let's listen to some music. We're gonna <laughs> go to music while Morgan I, looks up. I what? hit a really uh, nerve for <laughs> yeah. Eddie. I first of all, I've never said you don't work. Okay, I have never been on part of that argument. I know you work, but you're saying you're some busy. track record. Like it's a thing where I say I'm gonna start a business and I don't do it. Well, also, we're, we're talking about the smoked chicken here. Like, wh why didn't you start it with the idea that you have somebody else working for you? Like, why didn't you start it that way instead of, like, starting a little bit? You don't start out by hiring someone. I yeah, had to perfect could... my chicken first. Well, yeah, you, you could have just done that at home. You didn't have to, like, send it well, out to that's people. that's where we're at, Morgan. <laughs> that's where we're at. And, I, and I'm literally the selling, the selling right now to... To people at work is not yeah. about making money because I don't make yeah, a lot of money. Need money from it. Yeah, but it's not the chicken itself costs ten dollars. Oh, the brine, brine, it, all the ingredients for the brines itself cost cost five dollars. So literally, I was making five dollars a chicken. Okay, so really, when you were when you were bringing this to the show, you were just testing it out. You hadn't gotten to a point. Yeah. Even though you pitched on the show, like I have a new chicken business. Well, of course, because that's funnier. I know. I'm just making. I'm trying to follow here. That's okay? funny. Come on, you can't think it's funny when I come to the show and be like, I'm I've started a chicken business. It is. It's great, but like I'm just trying to follow here. And I feel also you're too. You're telling me where you're at now, but I'm like, that's not. What, we heard on the show. what do you mean? You were like, I started a business. Let's go. And now I'm hearing like you're really just testing out your chicken. Well, you know, you got to get it right. Yes. And I 100% agree. But like and for then, a long time, the whole thing was that you started a business. That's what we said because it sounds stupid. And lit literally, I, I think people oh, have to understand. Man. People have to understand. That Make your case. I like to Make laugh. We all like to laugh. And I have no problem being the butt of the joke. And I love that it's a joke that like, okay, Eddie started his chicken business. But I mean, when you really try the chicken, it's really good. 
And I know you haven't tried it, and you're not going to, and I still owe you smoked... Uh, <laughs> Back to another thing you haven't got me? Smoked mac and cheese? No, you're supposed to give me smoked corn like five months smoked ago. corn, right, right. Track record, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, fine. See, you could have used that example. Okay, I told you I'd have to go back and do research. It's been a long time. I need to like check through everything. Oh, you guys make me so mad. <laughs> I'm glad you could say your piece, though. I'm glad you got all your Thank you. emotions out Thank there. Thank you. I was now just that I'm really, upset, what do you want to talk about? I was about? being the vessel of delivery, and I just got the whole <laughs> front of Eddie being mad. What do you want to talk about? What's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Let's get away from the turkey hmm. and the chicken. Hmm. All the sides you have at the at the table. I think maybe my the stuffing, the dressing. Really? Yeah. Of all the sides. Well, it's my grandma's recipe. Okay. And um, it's really good. Like, yeah. And I don't know. And it has like prunes in it and raisins or something. And I don't even like prunes or raisins. <laughs> but for some reason, when I eat that, it just it tastes really good. It goes well with the dinner. It can also remind you a little bit of childhood, too. Yeah. So you're like, it's a nostalgic food. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, keeping it simple, I like the mac and cheese. Yeah. You know what's funny is growing up, we didn't have mac and cheese. Really? At the table. Uh-uh. It's probably because I ate it for like every meal. I didn't need <laughs> it There's nothing special about <laughs> mac and cheese for you. No, but it was always like Kraft mac and cheese that yeah. I was making. yeah. Um, I think mine, there's like two. I really love deviled eggs. My mom makes bomb deviled eggs. And then there's a sweet potato casserole recipe that I recently started making that is, oh, it tastes like dessert. Does it have marshmallows in it? Oh, it has marshmallows. It has like this uh, cinnamon crumble that you put on oh, it. Oh, that sounds so good. It's, it's so good. And is so it smoked? Those are the two. No, it's not. It was baked. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well, it could be. I mean. We're not talking about smoked anything anymore. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, we, we're done. We got we to bring you to a different <laughs> planet right now. No, that sounds really good. Yeah. I think you'd like that one. It kind of tastes like a, a dessert, which I love dessert. What about your favorite, favorite, like we're moving on to like Christmas because we're, you probably won't be on before Christmas happens. What's your favorite family Christmas tradition? Hmm. I don't know. Like uh, my mom, <laughs> I might've talked to you about this before, but my mom and my dad are someone bought some like pickle ornament. It's literally, okay. have, is that it's ringing familiar? a bell, but I don't know when and where I heard it. I think it's like a German tradition or something. They bought it at some store and it came with a card with a little like hide the pickle in the tree and like whoever finds it gets a, a an extra present or something. Yeah. And so every year my mom hides the pickle in the tree. It's tiny. It's like the size of, um, I don't know, like a... A, pay, a little bigger than a paperclip, like a big Okay, pa- so it's not clip. like easy to spot. No, and it's dark and it's dark green. The same color as the tree. It's like, a little dill pickle chilling in Yeah, the tree. it's a little dill pickle. And so we all kind of like go and try to find the pickle or whatever. And I'm at the age now where I have to stop looking because I always find the pickle. Eddie, you're still <laughs> trying to look for the pickle? Of course. <laughs> I want the extra present. Okay, but like, is the extra present something like generic that yes. anybody could have, like yes. a gift card it's like or something? Yes, like a gift card or whatever. Okay. Or, or yes, yes. I was like, yes. how do they? Like, what if it's a toy and you're like, well, I don't want this. Why right. It's like? always something like that everybody would like. Got it. Yeah. Okay, that's a good tradition. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think ours is that we always are just together at the holidays. Like, it's the one time of year, especially living in Nashville now, that we all get together and we play board games. I like force all of my friends, all of my family. I love board games. Yeah. And I force everybody to play board games. And they don't want to play. No, they will. Like, they love it. But, like, I could play for hours. Like, I could sit there up until 3 a.m. and play games and with everybody. And are you competitive, too? Are you fighting with everyone? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really fighting. Like, lunchbox competitive. But I don't like when people cheat. That makes me mad. Right. But besides that, no, I don't really care. What about cheating for fun? Like, just, it's funny. If it's, like, a funny scenario, yes. But okay. if it keeps going, then I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah, I got you. This is defeating the purpose of the game. Um, but besides that, I don't care. I don't care if I win or lose. I just like everybody being together and playing a game. Man, family games are so hard because... Like, there's no skill involved in, like, sorry. <laughs> you know, you roll a dice. And and I hate losing like that. That's why you need to play games like, have you played, like, Throw Throw Avocado? No. Um, or there's another one. There, there, We have a bunch of different ones, but, like, Throw Throw Avocado is, like, you, ma- you mash up, like, cards and Pictionary and all these different challenges. So then you're doing all these different things, and it's, like, pure chaos. Okay. Like, we always pair my dad and my mom up together, and they have to, like— the, or tiny hands. Have you played tiny hands? No. You have these little teeny tiny hands and you can only use them to like throw this ball and get it in a cup or something. Oh, that's funny. And so then it's like my mom and dad who are like yelling at each other and be like, you didn't do it. I didn't do it. Right, it's like a whole right, thing. Right, right, So those kind of games is okay, what I try okay. and get everybody to play. Do you ever play catchphrase? 
Oh, yeah. It's that's like, a classic. It's the one that you kind of pass around or whatever. Yeah. Like, I like that one. Yeah, we also get mad at each other because we're all like, why? That's no. not even what that means. How do you, or like, <laughs> how did you not get that? I gave you the best clues. Yeah. So, like, board games. That's my, that's my vibe. That is fun. Okay. Are you guys drinking while you're doing that? We do, but like, my parents don't drink. Okay. So, uh, the rest of it's more casual drinking. It's not like crazy drinking. Mm-hmm. So, we're not getting in like so violent yeah. that everybody hates each other <laughs> by the end of the night. Right. It's pretty tame. For that part, but everybody's funny, pretty sober already. Yeah, that's fun. So, okay, we got a quick break, and we're going to talk about some more holiday stuff. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Eddie. Speaking of holidays and our favorite traditions, what are your yes. like plans for the holidays? We just had Thanksgiving. Yeah. What'd you do? And then what are you doing for Christmas? Uh, so over Thanksgiving, we went to Orlando. We went to Orlando Ooh. and... Uh, Did you go to Disney? Oh, we, got a Di- we went to Disney for one day. Um, it was just a quick trip. We stayed at the Malia Resorts there and like went to Disney. And then I took the boys to a, a UCF, University of Central Florida game. Dang. And so it was just fun. It was just like a quick little getaway. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Which, did you just do like one park at Disney? We just had really time for one day to go to yeah. Disney. So we went to Magic Kingdom. Oh, fun. What's your favorite ride there? Because mm. you guys have been before too. Like, yeah. Is there one you really like to do with them? Yeah, you know, I mean, we just kind of did a lot of smaller ones because the baby, oh, he's really, well, is he's he, four. Is he riding? He's four, but I mean, he's riding some of the rides. Okay. He's big. He's big for his age. Like tall. He's tall. Okay. And big. Okay. <laughs> he's, <laughs> all he's the things. All just big. He's a big, he's a big dude. And so, like, he can get on bigger rides, but, I mean, we forget he's, like, four. Like, he's not ready for that. You <laughs> know? like, guys, I, yeah. I, I can't do that like, roller coaster. I'm still a baby. I'm still little. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what's the best parent-kid ride? Um, I like the, the Winnie the Pooh one. <laughs> okay, where you sit in the giant honey <laughs> yes, pot. Yes. 
<laughs> I like that one. That's okay. My okay. What are y'all doing for Christmas? And for Christmas, we're going to go to Texas. We're going to spend Texas. I mean, all our family's in Texas. My wife's family's in Texas. My family's in Texas. And so we kind of go down and spend, you know, a few days in Dallas where her family is. And then we'll go to San Antonio for where Austin, actually. We're not going to do San Antonio. We're going to go to Austin. It's kind of in the middle of everyone. Yeah. And so do you my, guys all combine together? Or do you still kind of do separate? No, we do separate. Okay. Because my wife's family's so big mm. that like it'd be too much to invite my family to that. Yeah. You know, so uh, we just do that. We go to Dallas with her family for a little bit, and then we go to San Antonio or Austin with my family. Okay, that's yeah. Fun. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. A little Texas Christmas. Well, and it's fun too because my boys get to see their cousins who they all live down there. And then see their grandparents. They all live down there. Like, we have no family in Tennessee. So when we go to Texas, it's family, 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 family. Do you come back from that and you're like, holy crap, I could sleep for five weeks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being, like, kind of jealous of, like, Bobby and everyone that kind of just, like, didn't have, (laughs) you know, family in the sense that, like, they got two weeks to rest. Yeah. And, like... I'm like, I'm more tired. <laughs> like There was no rest when we went off on. You always on, need a vacation from the vacation. Yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Yeah, I get but, that. but it's worth it. I love seeing the family and catching up and everything. Well, I'll be uh, a little bit north of you for Christmas time. I'll be in, back in Kansas. In Kansas? Yeah. I go and spend that whole time with my family, catch up with friends. I see everyone, much like you guys. I mean, everybody's there. So I may even, I'm trying to plan a little trip up to Manhattan so I can go see my college town. I haven't been back since Is there I graduated. A game? Uh, I mean, they may, might be at a bowl game, but it wouldn't be there. Okay. I wish there was a game. That'd be really fun. Yeah. But uh, I haven't gotten to see the town and how much it's changed since I graduated. So I kind of want to go back and just like try all my favorite foods again. And yeah, hang that'd, out. Be, that'd be fun. Yeah. So I might do that with some of my college friends and just hang out with family. What about like um, you have br- uh, brother-in-laws and stuff or like? Yeah, I have, I have two, almost three brother-in-laws. Okay. Yeah. So they're all, they all come over they for Christmas. They all come over? Yeah, everybody's there Christmas Day. What about their families? Do they ever mix? No, we don't ever mix. And most of them do them like other, because some of them have really big families, so they do other days. Some have family coming into town, so it's like Christmas Day just has happened. I've thought about that a lot. A lot. I'm like, if I get married, I'm screwed, because like so far it's worked out that we are all together on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, if I get married... Well, and I'm probably going to meet someone who doesn't live in Kansas sure. and like definitely probably not in Tennessee. Like I'll meet them here, but they're probably not from here. So then what, the family's everywhere. What you could do is like what we ended up doing was Christmas is like that's the year we see the family or, or that's the holiday. We see the family Thanksgiving. We do ourselves mm-hmm. so that you're not like for because for the first five years of our marriage, it was like, all right, Thanksgiving. We're going to go to San Antonio, have Thanksgiving, have Thanksgiving lunch with your family, and then we're going to drive to Dallas after lunch and then oh be in Dallas by seven, by 6, 6 p.m., have dinner with my family. And we did that for like five years. I'm like, screw this. This is too much. We were on the road all day Thanksgiving. And then Christmases, we would do the same where we'd have to be like, okay, do this. And then we're going to go and drive there and do that. And it's too much. So you just kind of have to decide like, all right, we're going to do Thanksgivings at our house. And then we're going to do Christmas. Um, day at whatever's house, and then we'll do New Year's with the other family or whatever. And maybe maybe it's more because you're a guy. I don't know if it's more of like an emotional thing for girls, but I know I've talked about this with my girlfriends where it's like, I think it's going to make me really sad if I'm not with my family on Christmas Day. But I know that you have to make compromises and you have to yeah. give up things. But like that, if that day ever comes, that will be heartbreaking for me. See, it's interesting because I feel like parents are the ones that take it harder because like when you have your kids you spend every holiday together right but then when they get married you may not spend christmas with them or you may spend it with one sibling or one of your kids and not the other Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i think yes it's gonna be hard for you for a little bit but after a while you're still gonna celebrate christmas with whoever you want to celebrate and your husband becomes your family i know so you will always spend Christmases with your family may not maybe not your parents but your husband is now your family and then if you have kids they will be your family you're right but like now I'm just stuck in my ways you know like now I'm getting the, the older I get the more older. I'm getting stuck in my, I'm like I don't yeah, want yeah. to I don't want to change that like yeah. no, go do yeah. your own thing <laughs> yeah I always feel for the parents yeah because some parents are just like yeah we're just like no one came this year so we're just gonna celebrate Christmas here see I would be the person to be like no nah, we're all just gonna be together everybody choose a place we're all gonna meet there and whoever wants to come 
is coming and yeah. that's who's going to celebrate. That's good. As long but. as you keep it with like whoever wants to come. Yeah. Because my parents try to be like, no, you're coming. And we're like, no, we're not. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so crazy to think about that. Like it's, that makes me it's sad hard. to it's think hard. about. Okay. What's your favorite recipe to cook? Just and in, not necessarily in, in holidays, general? but just in general. Oh. And I'll, I can let you think because the reason I, I bring it up is because I posted my mom's baked potato recipe. Mm-hmm. And everyone was blowing me up for it. Apparently, it's hard to find, like, a good baked, baked potato? potato recipe. Like, soup. Sorry. Baked potato soup. Okay, gotcha. Uh, recipe. And it's so good. But so far, she's kept it really close to the vest. So I haven't been able to share it yet. Oh. Uh, but, but, it but, but eventually, you will? I think so. If, if she ever lets me, I'll do, like, a, a fun little video on it. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, it is one of my favorites to cook, although it, oh, it takes freaking hours. Yeah. Like, my, your arm turns to jello. Hey, the good stuff does take forever to cook. It does. So what's yours? What's your recipe? That I'm you gonna like? go with King Ranch casserole. I have never heard you talk about this before. Ever. Because I don't make it very often, but it's a it's a recipe that I don't know. I mean, I'm sure my mom didn't come up with it, but she cooked it for a long, long time. And it's like corn tortillas with chicken and a lot of Velveeta cheese and more chicken and more Velveeta and like salsa in it. Okay. It's yeah. really, really, really good. I mean, it sounds amazing. Yeah. I feel like I could also make a vegetarian version of that. You totally easily. could just just leave the chicken out. Is it like a nacho lasagna? Kind of. It's kind of how the the descri- description yeah. you were giving me is kind of how it sounds. Kind of, yeah. And instead of the noodles, it's tortillas, okay. corn, corn tortillas. Yeah, that's. I love it. And then you put it in the oven so it like crisps a little bit on the top, and then yeah. the bottom crisps a little bit. Why is it King's Ranch? King Ranch is a, is a big ranch in Texas, South Texas. I mean, it's the size of I think Rhode Island or something. Oh, it's Matt, like somebody's ranch. Oh yeah, it was a family. It was a family ranch. Okay. And they just bought it. Literally, if you're in San Antonio, which is kind of South Central Texas, and you drive all the way south to where I where I grew up, the Rio Grande Valley. It's like the most southern tip of Texas, the very bottom. If you drive from San Antonio down to where I'm from in McAllen. That's all the King Ranch. Mm. It's And it's nothing. It's nothing but tall fences and just land. And so I think it was something that they kind of came up with back in the day for their cowboy, for their ranchers or all the cowboys that lived on the ranch. They would make this King Ranch casserole. Okay. And so, so that's kind of where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. It always has a story if there's a name to totally. it. Totally. It and, always and, has a story. And you can probably Google that recipe. I don't think it's a family recipe or anything, but I love cooking that one. Okay. That's a good one. I haven't yeah. heard you talk about that one. We got all the recipes this week, but we have some more uh, personal things to talk about. You ready? Oh, am I ready? I don't know. We'll come back. We'll okay. see. <laughs> I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. 
And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, time to get personal, Eddie. I want to know about you and your wife. Well, I, I mean, I really... We're not getting that personal, Morgan. I already, like, know any, everything, right? Like, I already know... You don't know everything. I mean, I know a lot about your life. You don't know what we do at night? I don't turn into Lunchbox. <laughs> Is that what he does? <laughs> yes. It just automatically goes dirty. Morgan, you're trying to get more info no, from me. No, I'm more mean. Like, I know a lot about y'all's story, and I've mm-hmm. met her, and I've hung out with her. Mm-hmm. But the listeners want to know, like, how old were you when you finally got married to your wife? Ooh, I was 27. So... When was the ultimatum? Like, when did the ultimatum happen? How old were you? 26. And then it happened the next year. Yeah. And then it took us about a year to get everything together and then get married. Okay. But but it, what? it's really, when you look back at it, it wasn't like I didn't want to get married. I just didn't even think about getting married. Like, we had been together for six years, and it was fun. Like, okay, but like, where did you were together six years. Where did you think it was going? I didn't even think about it. I just figured we'd be. I don't know. You, you know, you guys, just, you guys just got like little holes up there. Hey, you guys, I'm telling you, girls like just think of weddings and marriage and all this stuff. And I was like, I love her and I'm having a great life and we're getting our careers going. Like, that's all I thought of. Didn't think of like, hey, you know what? Let's just halt our careers and get married and have kids. Like, not once did that cross my mind. And then my wife's like, or, you know, my girlfriend at the time, she's like, hello. Yeah. What are we doing? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You were just totally oblivious. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. You guys are so funny. And what I guess, too, you know, like, when you look at, like, parents, and especially my parents growing up, like, it just seemed hard. Marriage. Just marriage. Being managing a family, keeping everyone happy, keeping everyone together, keeping everyone a green like all of it just seemed hard. So, in my mind, I'm like, who wants to do that? That's fair, you know what I mean? Well, I see that now, like, especially right now, my eyes are wide open and watching everybody have kids and seeing marriages. And I'm like, dang, I think that's why I'm so picky, Eddie, is because I'm like, I really don't want to spend the rest of my life unhappy. Mm-hmm. And I also don't want to have a partner that if I we do choose to have kids doesn't show up in that because I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to end up with the wrong person. That yeah. It makes everything else miserable. Sure. And I think that's why the more the older I get and the more I see, the more I experience, the more I talk to all of y'all who have kids. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, it has to be the right person or it's just not worth it. Yeah. You know, like it sucks to be alone, but it sucks worse to be really unhappy all the time and with added stress on. Right. Not from just a partner, but from kids, if you choose that, you know? Yeah. Also, why there's a part of me that's like, I don't know if I want kids. Mm, Sounds like a lot. (laughs) It is a lot. It is a lot, but it's very rewarding. Yeah, it is. It's definitely like I've gotten to the point where, you know, it's a lot and it's very, it's, I mean, it's time consuming. It's my, it's my life. Just like, like you were going on your, your rant earlier. It, it's yes. it, everything I do. Like literally people don't realize that when your kid comes up to you and asks you like, hey, what is this? And you're like, okay, this is a life lesson. I can't explain this in 10 minutes. <laughs> like we're going to have to spend hours on this. And that's hours. Like hours of talking to one kid while the other three are like fighting each other. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Guys, please, we're talking. Like, or ask my wife, will you hang out with them while I talk? Whatever. Just like, you know, when you're a parent, like, it's the whole day is time consuming. You can't literally, I mean, you can, I guess, and some parents do just throw a tablet in front of them or a phone and they can watch that all day or send them outside or whatever. But I mean, I like to be involved with my kids. 
I like to do stuff with them, and they like to do stuff with us, which is amazing. Well, yeah, it makes it more fun for your life. Yeah, but you like don't have for to them, separate the two. I feel like when I was a kid, I'm like, oh, dad, I'm not gonna hang out with my dad. Like he's busy, he's doing stuff, and my mom's cooking. Like I'm not hanging out with her. But like my kids always want to hang out with us. What are you guys doing? Can I help you with that? Sure, let's cook. Mm-hmm. I want to cook. Cool. That's the best environment, though, and it's yes. really cool that you guys have created that because not only are you guys the parents and you are the figures for their life, but yeah. you are also their friends. Yes. And you will continue to be your friends and, and close friends as you get older. That's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. Just so that they they want to talk about anything, they can. Yeah. Okay. Well, there is a, a listener that was asking. You've talked about it before, but especially as your kids get older, mm-hmm. the reason you don't post them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that they're just not, they're not old enough to decide that. What about your one that's in... That's in his teens. Yeah, he's not old enough to decide that. Like, you know, like doesn't he have a phone now though? He like does he has have a phone. phone. Mm-hmm. And does he have social media? He has like, I don't know, be real or something. Okay. I don't know, something like that. But he doesn't have Instagram or Snapchat Snapchat or anything like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. And if he wants to, that's cool. Like Isn't he driving now too? He has his permit. His 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 driver's permit. Okay, so do you feel like when he starts officially driving, like has a license, do you feel like that's old enough for him to make that call? He could get social media when he wants but literally we've lucked out to where he doesn't want it mm. right are his friends on it some some fr- some friends are some aren't yeah just and, some, mixed. and some aren't you know and so like he hasn't really bugged us on that but i think like you know if he knows kind of how to navigate through social media like I, I trust him on that he can do that and if he wants to post stuff on himself that's great but like i have followers that i don't know yeah. <laughs> you know he yeah. has friends that he knows do you see a time ever posting your kids on your social media? Mm, probably not. Even if they get older. Maybe when we're older. Yeah, when they're all older and like whatever. Like maybe when they're in college or something. Yes, totally. They're in college and they and I can ask them like, "Hey, do you want do you mind being on a picture that I post?" Like, yeah. Yeah, sure, go for it. But like at age 8, 9, like they don't know. Well, I was curious too because I do feel like a lot of like country artists too kept their kids private, and then as they've gotten older, we've seen them. So it's kind of funny they like appear out of nowhere. Yeah, and that's kind of what's going to happen with your kids. Yeah, so you're like, oh, that's what they look like. Uh-huh. Never knew what they looked like besides that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. There's just a part of our life that we just kind you kind of like to keep close. I get it. That I one, totally understand. Like that, that one's for me. Hey, it allows <laughs> you also to go home and have that. Right. You know, Separate when you don't, a little bit. when you do share all of that, you can't separate it. Mm-hmm. It's all of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to admit something. Do you want? Do you have anything you'd like to admit? Whoa, what are we admitting? <laughs> I have a I, problem. I, I did that on purpose. <laughs> what? Tell me. Maybe I'll spark something in you, but I have to admit something. Uh-oh. I did get back on the dating apps. You did. <gasps> yeah. Can I ask you a question? So stupid. What? When you delete the dating apps, Yeah. why are you deleting them? Just because you don't trust yourself? No, I just get frustrated with them. <laughs> it's the act of just a, like, delete. I have a lot of panic things that I do, like with technology. Yeah. Like, it's more of a like, get rid of it. Like, it's like an impulse thing. And I and then I'm like, well, that was a lot. <laughs> just kind of like comes out of me. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I didn't need to go that far. But I do. I don't know. I just like, I think I delete them because one, I don't like notifications on my phone. I mean, you've seen all my stuff. I don't, I, I have very clear organization. Yeah. There's not a got, lot of. You got something right there. Oh, just, just. Yeah, six. Yeah, something. that's because we're doing something right now. But I'm telling you, as soon as I'm done, they'll be gone. You better get to that. Like, so I don't like having notifications that I'm not using, and if I'm not active and I don't really want to be on them, then it's not purposeful for me to have that app. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is really more of the reason. And it, you pod your profile, so it's not like you're being shown to anybody mm-hmm. at the time, anyway. But I hear you say, oh, like, stupid. I deleted the dating apps, like, at least yeah. every six months. Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. Like, and, it's and, also just a then, thing in general for people dating. And then you just click it again and re-download it? Well, I realized, like, <laughs> one thing, especially as I get older, none of my friends want to go out as much. So, like, how the frick am I going to meet someone? I've tried grocery stores, okay? What What are your friends doing that we, they don't want to go We're just all hanging out <laughs> at our homes. We like hanging out at our homes. And that's fun. You just don't want to go out-out. Yeah, but, yeah. like, if I'm with a bunch of my girlfriends, how the heck— is a guy just going to plop on my porch in a stork basket? Like Probably not, unless you order a pizza or something. Which I did try that one time, remember? <laughs> I had that guy show up at my house. And I tried, I've tried everything. Like, uh-huh. if anybody wants to say I haven't put myself out there, I have. Um, but, like, I, I, I am aware when I'm out at grocery stores, at gyms, it's just not human interaction is really scary mm-hmm. in general for most people, so they're not going up to each other. What about, like, festivals? You ever go to festivals? Not really. I'm not, like, a huge... 
not that kind of festival. Like, I didn't mean that. I meant like, okay, I mean, you could, you could go to Bonnaroo, you could go to a music festival, whatever. But what about like, um, you know, there's like wine festivals or beer festivals or Oktoberfest festivals or like, um, Mm. whatever. Yeah, I go to those. They're just not as many of them. And I feel like in the industry, there are so many, I get an email like every day of something going on. Like that. There's just just a lot of women. Really? No dudes. There's dudes, but like not a lot of single ones. You know, okay. just in general, mm-hmm. like at any event, anything, any yeah. outing of any kind, it's kind of hard to find them. Interesting. So, yeah. So I was like, well, I might as well. So, so what do you, what do you, you just, <laughs> when you're on, let me ask you this. When you're on the dating app, <laughs> yeah, are you on it every night, every day? Like, all right, what do we got? What do we got? I typically will check it once a day because sometimes I have messages from people. Sometimes I have matches to respond to um, or like I'll swipe through for a little bit. I don't spend a lot of time on it. I try not to. Does it feel like you're shopping a little bit like Amazon? Like, Yes, I will say it cuts out like at least the first barrier, right? Like make sure that there's at least compatibility in mm-hmm. some form or fashion. Because when you meet somebody like on the grocery store, it could be like, hey, you, I, we should go on a date. And then you talk to them for five minutes. You're like, never mind. I take it back. But have you, know you ever, I mean? But have you ever seen someone at a place and like start talking to them and being like, wow, I like this person just by the way they talk. Yeah, that has happened before. by the way before. they look. Uh, and you look at them and you're like, man, I would have never been attracted to this person. No, you know, Eddie, let me tell you, I've tried. I've genuinely tried. And if if I could do this, I would have been married five times over by now. I've tried five to. Five times over. I'm well, not kidding good. you. Like, I have dated guys that I initially was not attracted to in that way. Mm-hmm. But I still just couldn't get there. Like, everybody's like, you fall you're in love shallow. with personality. No. <laughs> the attraction has to be there. <laughs> It has to. And attraction looks different to everybody, right? See, like there's a couple I saw, not to interrupt you, but there's a couple I saw the other day and I'm like, there's no way that they were ever attracted to each other. Like there, there's but just like, that's no what I'm saying, way. Though, is like attraction but they were married for different. like 20 years. It looks different to everybody. Like it could be personality. It could be in looks. It could be in, in a whole wide variety of things. Like, but for me, if I don't have a physical attraction to someone, I can't just... They could have a wonderful personality. They could be a wonderful human. Well, I what's can't the physical Co- eye color or like muscles? It's honestly like genuinely I'm attracted. Like that's why I was bringing up like types when I brought it on. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily that I haven't dated the same type, but I do. I have a wide variety of different guys that I'm into. And it's not really one thing. It's just like a matter of like, oh, I find them attractive, but somebody else might not find them attractive. Mm-hmm. But to me, they are, you know, and so like that's. I have tried, like genuinely, Eddie, if I could do that, I would have been married by now. I've dated good enough guys that would be worth marrying. Mm-hmm. But I just, the, it wasn't all there. The whole package wasn't there. Yeah. And I wasn't ready to settle on just settling, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. versus it being the person where I'm like, everything about you, even yeah. your flaws, everything about you, I love, I want to spend my life with. But I guess what I'm saying is it's not. Just physical. It's not. It's everything. It's everything. But like you have to also have the physical. That's the part physical, of the package. But the physical is tricky because that just changes. It does. But like I think if you have that initial there, I think that only grows. But if you don't have the initial, what do you have to grow off of? It's like there's no But if seeds. they were hot when you married them mm-hmm. and then they weren't hot. Are you still going to love them? Yeah, because over time you've already grown that love. You've already grown that person. Okay. But like... If that little, it's like, it's like, take it this way. Like the, the person I'm physically attracted to, there's a little seed and it just is slowly sprouting. But like, if I'm not attracted, there's no seed. There's nothing to water. Mm. I don't have anything to go off of. Okay. No, I get, I hate, grow into. hey, trust me. I, I agree with you, but I talked to some girls and <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like, nah, it's not, I mean, nah, we're not like that. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's all, it's all based <laughs> on crazy. like. You're like a dude. Yeah. You just never know. I, I. Mm. <laughs> I did hang out with a lot of dudes. Yeah. And it's not, I don't know why. Like I've genuinely tried. I've genuinely tried to be with people where I was like, okay, I could grow to love this person in that way. And it just, I couldn't. Okay. I, I couldn't be physically attracted in that way. Like I felt like I was dating my friend. And I don't, I, I, like I want a friend in my partner, sure. but I don't want to feel like I'm dating a friend. You ever have any hot friends where you're just like, ooh, I didn't think I liked them, but now I'm attracted to them. I have had friendships turn into things, but then they fizzle pretty quickly. Because you also have just been friends to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
I'm weird that well, way. Hey, well, thank you for admitting something and Stupid. being vulnerable. <laughs> Eddie, honestly, by the time we come back, I could be off of him. That's again. true. You could delete him. You come back next week. I, I deleted my. But apps I think again. I said like I'm never getting on him again. But you did. You say that every time. Yeah. Here I am. You yeah. have anything you want to admit? Or are you good? I think I'm good. Like what? Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I was just you know maybe you, you ate, I don't know ate somebody's food. Ate, <laughs> I don't no, know. No, haven't eaten anyone's food. Okay. I mean, I have no problem with eating other people's foods. <laughs> like when I stay at hotels, like I kind of like if there's like a, somebody leaves their room service out. You eat, oh yeah, we've I've talked about this. I've like done it before. Sneak a fry. Yeah, like if I mean, especially like a slice of pizza, like that's untouched. And how you haven't like had crazy illnesses blows my mind. Let me tell you something. My stomach is like steel. I don't know what's with my stomach, but like I can eat anything. Could be the Mexican side. My 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 culture. My I mean, we eat, we eat What is everything. that called? Like an iron gut? Yeah, I have an iron gut. Yeah. I hate the word gut, though. It makes me feel weird. Gut. It's so, kind of like it's moist. It's a weird word. Moist? <laughs> yeah. You don't like the word moist? I, I don't mind it, but I know people hate it. Yeah, I've heard that. Like yeah. Amy. Amy Amy doesn't like Do moist. Do you have a word you don't like hearing? No. Not really. Yeah, gut just felt weird to me when I said it. I was like, gut. Gut. <laughs> like my country's going to come out when I say that. And then I'll oh, get no. called out again. Oh, no. Don't do that. <gasps> yeah. That was okay. funny. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Okay, you got anything? No. Else you want to add before no. we go head over to some listener Q and A's? No, let's let's go over to some listener Q and A's. <laughs> okay, come meet us <laughs> at part three. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, "Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste." And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.